Super Talk Mississippi media production. What if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new Flowmaster exhaust system from Exhaust Pro in Macomb on Georgia Avenue? Cruise in style with Exhaust Pro of Macomb on Georgia Avenue. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad to be with you on this Monday after a weekend filled with another disappointing series of baseball games and the first scrimmage of the quarterback competition or the spring or whatever you want to call it. So there's a lot to talk about in a little bit of time here with you regarding Ole Miss sports. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on the website, we appreciate you. But hop on over to your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, and leave a rating and a review after you subscribe or like the podcast. I would appreciate that very much. So we'll start with football. Again, I'm diving right in. No need to waste time. Football had their first scrimmage this weekend, and it wasn't even like a full scrimmage. Like they didn't take guys to the ground, really. So it wasn't even like a full, like real contact game simulation style scrimmage. And also it was, what, the first day of April. Yes, it was April 1st. Literally the first day of April. So whatever comes out of that scrimmage needs to be uh, taken with, of course, a a grain of salt, especially when you look at the offensive line and uh, there's a handful of injuries, guys that are being kept out uh, on purpose during the spring because there's no reason to push their injury during spring if if you're an offensive lineman. It's a little bit different, uh, apparently, with the quarterback battle. But anyway, um. Uh, just something to, to keep in mind as well. Uh, I did talk to a couple of people that were there. There, there is one uh, downside to the home base of of Super Talk and, and the radio show being based in Jackson is I, I can't just go to the scrimmages like uh, like other people can, you know, just on a whim. So that sucks. So I have to kind of go based off of talking to people that were there and then you know listening to the. The, the reactions and stuff, it's uh, it's unfortunate that I have to do it this way. However, it, it sounds like after uh, the scrimmage, which again was the first day of April, and it wasn't like a real game simulator, it, it sounds like something that we talked about last week. It, it's that Jackson Dart at the moment, and things can change, they, they tend to do that sometimes. Uh, at the moment, Jackson Dort's got a pretty firm command on uh, on the current quarterback battle. Now, that is aided in part because of Spencer Sanders' health, or or lack thereof, I guess I should say. Now, he participated in the scrimmage, which is good considering the what the media has been able to view of practice. It wasn't much. He wasn't doing much. So the fact that he was able to participate in the scrimmage is a good sign for his health moving forward. But based on the people that I talked to, and then, you know, it's not like it's some groundbreaking thing. It, it appears that it was quite obvious uh, because it seems like everybody that was there saw the same thing that Jackson Dorn at the moment has a pretty firm grasp uh, on the job. Uh, apparently, he looks more comfortable. He's more confident. He's a little bit bigger uh, as well. Um, missed a couple of throws, apparently, but all in all was was more. Con- Again, it's a scrimmage and it's not a full scrimmage. So grain of salt needs to be taken. But. Jackson Dart looked like he was in firm command of the job. One of the people that that I was talking to throughout the scrimmage texted me and said, I don't see how he loses this job. 
uh, was the text that I got. And again, Sanders is dealing with a new system and he's not 100%, but apparently that was the obvious takeaway is that one was significantly better uh, than the other on that day in that scrimmage on the first day of April. Things can change. Sanders can get more and more healthy and, and maybe disrupt this. But that was kind of the takeaway was um, was Dart. Uh, Dart and also Walker Howard continues to get uh, get high praise. Not surprised. He's a really talented guy. But like I told you guys last week, I think they're a little bit surprised in a good way at how quickly he uh, he acclimated. So um, Sanders apparently is clearly very athletic, uh, can move well, but so can Jackson Dart. And so, um, yeah, that's that's first scrimmage quarterback. One looks better than the other. One's also been healthy, and one has not. So maybe that was uh, a factor. Um, apparently, people around Ole Miss love Prescorn, uh, the the transfer tight end. Uh, there's apparently going to be some situations where both he and Michael Trigger are on the field at the same time, but not like a Maryland eye with two tight ends kind of deal. Uh, where they'll get Michael Trigg if if he can line up correctly, which apparently that was an issue at least at one spot or, or at one point during the scrimmage on Saturday. Um, they can use him more as like a flex even into the slot. And a guy with that athleticism, if he can, you know, understand the assignments and line up correctly and, and run the correct routes and things like that, a guy with that athleticism uh, with his physicality or his body uh, can really create some mismatches in the middle of the field. So that I, f- I found interesting. Using tight ends, uh, two tight ends at the same time, is uh, is fascinating. But yeah, Priest Corn has, has drawn a, a ton, a metric ton of uh, of praise as well. So outside of the quarterbacks, and seemingly right now, Dart kind of having command of the team and of the offense as of this point, uh, apparently. The, uh, the transfer tight end has been extremely impressive uh, so far in the few practices that they've had uh, in the spring. Uh, otherwise, uh, one of the guys told me that uh, the, the defense kind of got ran through, and it's to be expected. It usually kind of goes that way, especially when you're implementing a new system. But that's kind of part of the deal, right? I, I think that judging this defense right now is a little unfair considering they're what eight practices into a brand new system. One that is possibly going to be more complex with also new personnel. I mean, you've got a new defensive tackle who, by the way, people really like uh, the, uh, the NC state transfer. You've got two new linebackers all learning a new system. I mean, it's, there's going to be some growing pains defensively, uh, Sounds like they're going to have to, and, and logic tells you that they're going to have to go into the portal, hopefully, go into the portal and find some help on the defensive line and at linebacker. Uh, when you just look at what is available, like on the depth charts, they're very, very thin. It appears they're very thin um, in both of those spots. Now, you like what you have like on the front end with Cedric Johnson and Ivy and Pegues and, and the NC State transfer and Jamon Gordon. Like You've got some guys there that have played well um but there's not enough depth at either spot right now so the the defense is probably an incomplete at the moment if it is if this is the personnel you're going into the season with then depth is going to be a massive conversation basically every week all season long they have got to find more bodies that can help them and that has got to happen in the may uh portal period so possibly an incomplete unit 
for uh, for Pete Golding. But um, apparently, it was quite evident that they are that they're learning still. That that was not a team that, and again, understandably so, that was not a team that yet has a true, full, complete grasp of the defense in the scheme that they are running. That it was a lot of. Well, again, one of one of my my guys there said that they're clearly swimming, that that they were learning, and definitely, um, definitely a brand new, more complex system that they're running that they're having to learn, which is okay. That's what spring practice is for. I I, I disagree with the idea that spring practice is useless because they are getting quality reps right now, learning a new system, and you can tell that they need it apparently. So. There, uh, there you go. Not much to take away from a spring scrim- scrimmage. Everybody wants to talk quarterbacks, and that is uh, that is where things kind of stand right now, apparently. Uh, there will be more, and I'm looking forward to seeing more, especially when it's a little bit more live than it was Saturday. But uh, there you go. There's a little bit of a, a spring practice update, if you will. And before we get into baseball, which if, if you want to get into baseball, we'll do that next. But first, I want to tell you the, pro- the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you and your business are located anywhere inside of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, so anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage and data security and IT projects and phone systems and, again, tech, if it's tech, if it's in the office and your business needs it, check them out, ABSMS.com. Tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They will find a solution for you on me. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They have 16 locations across the state of Mississippi. They have local face-to-face loan servicing options. It's not somebody that's going to be in a different state or possibly in a different country. No, if you're you're needing a personal loan or, or any kind of loan, from Priority One Bank, you will sit down and that person will be right there in front of you. Local loan servicing options, of course, online banking as well. But it's more than just checking balances. It's uh, paying bills. It's setting alerts. It's transferring funds. You don't need five different apps to do all of your money stuff. Just one. Wherever you get your internet access, your Priority One Bank, online banking can do that all in one spot. So again, check them out. 16 locations, Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. All right, Ole Miss lost of what was an important series over the weekend where they won the run differential. Uh, they, they lose by two on Friday. They win by seven on Saturday, and they get walked off in extras on Sunday. It was a series that this team really needed to have because they're digging themselves into an unprecedented hole in terms of making the postseason. And I don't mean Hoover. I mean a regional, of course. And the problems are kind of compounding. So pitching has been the issue, and it certainly was not perfect at all. I mean, starting pitching, though, was an issue, and less as much this weekend. I thought Doherty gave you exactly what you hoped he could give you, six complete with three runs, and then things kind of unraveled from there. And so Friday, Doherty gives you what you need. But then this happens. So you've got a 4-3 to three lead in the bottom of the seventh, that that weather delay comes. Morell comes in to pitch. Uh, you start off with an infield single, is what they described it as, but a throwing error got Thompson to second. And then there was a ground out. And then another throwing error 
So you have two on with one out, an intentional walk, a strikeout, and then a grand slam. I mean, if just one of those two plays are made, then you're having a completely different conversation about this series today. Instead, a couple of throwing errors is what did them in on Friday, which should be uncharacteristic for this team. But uh, same thing happened, uh, if I remember correctly, in game one uh, against Vanderbilt. They shot themselves in the foot a little bit and and lost a game as a result. Uh, Slugged their way offensively, were pretty dominant. On uh, on Saturday, scoring 14 runs, that was uh, a pretty impressive win and a, an impressive performance from the Ole Miss offense, uh, putting up numbers like that. Rivas got off to a really bad start, but settled in a little bit and, and got better. Braden Jones was quite good out of the bullpen in that game, but they slugged their way uh, to a win on Saturday. And then come Sunday, where JT Quinn, I thought, gave you exactly what you needed him to give you. I mean, five complete four runs should be enough in game three of a series with this offense to go win themselves a game. And and it wasn't. On Sunday, the offense uh, kind of failed the team. Uh, Mason Nichols uh, did give up the home run that ended it. But, I mean, scattering nine hits in four runs against this Texas A&M team and a very important game three, a rubber match of a series that could have helped them kind of get back on track it wasn't there. So Friday, defense failed him. And Sunday, offense failed. This team, quite simply, is now it's not just kind of a one-problem one team. It's not just starting pitching. The, the bullpen, although they may have found somebody, uh, bullpen's still a bit of an issue. Starting pitching was okay. Uh, good enough on Friday and Sunday, but it's it's a mess. I mean, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is I, I wish I could just point to one thing and tell you, hey, it's starting pitching, and when Elliott comes back, that's going to help him a ton. Now, don't get me wrong. Elliott coming back is going to help this team. Uh, it will absolutely help this team if he comes back healthy, which is a pretty significant if. I mean, we'll see. I, I wouldn't count on him being the exact same guy coming off of an elbow injury in the rehab that comes with it, we will just have to see. But and now the offense failed him, and defense failed him, and pitching failed him at different spots over the weekend. Long story short, this team's just not good enough right now. Uh, they are not consistent at uh, pretty much anything at the moment, and uh, being in this hole with the way they've played is not surprising. And they're in a historically bad spot uh, to make a regional as of this moment. Teams that start off conference play with this record don't really make the the postseason. They can. I wouldn't count them out. I think when you look at the schedule moving forward that they have got to take four of their next six conference games uh, with Arkansas coming to town, and that's a good Arkansas team, and Mississippi State, who's struggling badly as well, Um. Quite frankly, they're really bad right now. Horrible, if we're being totally honest. But but Ole Miss has to to win these next two series, get to five and ten, um, and then when the schedule eases up after LSU, take your opportunities there and crawl your way back in. And you know maybe thirteen conference wins gets you into the postseason. And if that's the case, thirteen fourteen, then you're a three seed that nobody wants to see. But it has to start immediately. It, it has to start immediately. They, they have to win four of their next six games or else I think the postseason's kind of 
out of the question. It's at this point, it's getting to Hoover, uh, riding the ship and, and hoping that they can sneak their way into a regional. Very similarly to last year, if they can do that, I think nobody wants to see them, but they've got to do that. And right now they're simply not playing well enough uh, to get there. Should have won the series this weekend. Should have won both games in the doubleheader last weekend. If they play cleaner, if they play sharper or whatever adjective you want to use, we'd have a different conversation about this team. But they're just not playing well enough in all three phases of the game right now, and it cost them another series. Four of their next six. Got to have it. Got to have it. So in the meantime, I appreciate you guys tuning in. We will. Uh, I will bring you Mike Bianco's interview uh, on this feed tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more spring football this week and anything else that comes up between now and then. Talk to you guys next time. Appreciate you tuning in. Talk to you soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.